Bush and Richie here with your daily takeaway podcast. Uh, on yesterday's show, yesterday's podcast, Richie did one of the most strangely coded messages about watching TV that I was trying to unfathom when I was walking home <laughs> in the evening. What was the coded message about then? It, it, was, it was me ranting about um, uh, people on Twitter uh, who would choose to spoil watching Better Call Saul oh, uh, that yes. evening. And I, I, I did get a bit passionate and emotional and... Um, you know, uh, ranted about the cesspit of social media, I think was the... He's uh, off again, he's off again. Producer <laughs> <laughs> Nick's looking nervously around. It's going again. Do you know what? The, the hypocrisy of it all was, I watched the episode last night and then got to the end of it. Do you know where I then went uh, to try and uh, get people's reviews and the thoughts of the episode? No. The cesspit. Oh, dear. You can't stay away from it. <laughs> the Daily Takeaway. Bush and Richie's Daily Takeaway. Good to be back in the studio, so good vibes there. However, uh, I feel a bit conflicted because I've had a right old shambles of a day. <laughs> uh, ter- I'd call today a terrible dadding day for me. Terrible day in the dad office, right? Kind of ashamed, actually. This morning I missed bin day. You I've, were talking about that yesterday. Well, you, see, I heard that there was an early bin day, right? Yeah. And then I called it off because I thought, oh, I think my other half, Katie, had like, read it wrong on Facebook. So I thought, they're not going to get bins at six in the morning. No. Anyway, they came at 6.55 and I missed it. <laughs> I don't think I've ever missed bin day in my life and it's, it's an absolute panic attack. I ran down the street in my kind of, you know, when you just got your, your, your shoes on by just poking them in the actual yeah. shoe with no heels on chasing it and they'd gone at least it's not warm and it won't smell with it hanging around for another week this is it <laughs> our nappy bin is like uh, some kind of biohazard <laughs> so that's bad and I thought that, it can't get any worse than that and then uh, I took the girls to the library to just because we've been cooped up in the house for two days as everyone else says with this heat wave took them to the library to borrow a book and I couldn't borrow a book for Thea because I couldn't remember her date of birth oh. in front of the lady and I had to give the book back and walk the kids out of the uh, out of the library, having left Thea's uh, scooter there, and go back again as well. So, shambles, absolute shambles of a day. I can offer you support on the birthday thing when you when you're put on the spot, asked for your child's date of birth. It's really hard. It's become a thing now, though. Like you know, like when you you keep forgetting someone's name, and then you get a bit of a panic attack when they're in a group, yeah. and you think, oh my god, I'm not going to forget their name again. Now her date of birth, even though Katie had to text it to me when mm. I was in the street, that's become a thing now for me. It's a little panic attack. So and you know it now. Well, I'll have to, I have to get my phone. <laughs> <laughs> so look, I just want, I want a bit of like backup on this. If you've let yourself down, whether it's today or recently, because I have let myself down today, there's no two ways about it. Let yourself down, tell us about it. Uh, I have let myself down. I've let the uh, the coffee beans run out. You know how much I love my coffee? Yeah. I had to make an instant this morning. Oh, dear. The, the, the mighty stood so low. <laughs> <laughs> I hated myself for it, having to put granules in. I quite like a dirty instant coffee oh, now no. and again. Makes you feel like you're in a porter cabin or something, you've got a high vis on. Do you no, know what no, I mean? No, 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 no. So you've let yourself down by forgetting to order coffee beans in. I have let myself down. My barista stall has been closed down at home for the day. I'd have had you down as a coffee subscription type of guy. Do you know what I mean? Uh, I probably should do. That would that would get around the problem. I bet you've got a printer that tells you when it's running out of ink and orders it itself. I, I do. I have an email for that. There you go. Thought as much. <laughs> Up your game, sunshine. Uh, Steve says, I started a diet this morning at 8am. I then logged on for work. 
Uh, and I've just ordered a delivery with loads of sides. Pathetic. I love it. I love the fact he's just gone tell with it. Start again tomorrow, Steve. Yeah, exactly. It's a new day. Chris says, I thought my son's swimming lesson was fancy dress this week. It wasn't. He was in full Kylo Ren outfit, lightsaber mask and everything. Also, I forgot his towel because I was rushing around getting the fancy dress stuff sorted. I've never heard of fancy dress swimming. That's amazing. Yeah, maybe it's in the modern version. You remember you used to jump in and get the rubber brick in, yes. your, in your PJs? <laughs> now it's dressed as Kylo Ren. Studio snack update. We've unpacked our rucksack from La Rochelle. Uh, there's a bag of croissants that we bought uh, from a carrefour uh, on Saturday on the train back. We're going through them like they're nobody's business. Still tastes great. Still feel like we're on the continent. Yeah, it's brilliant, isn't it? Uh, so, yeah, living the dream here on home time, but having a bit of a shambles in the daytime. If you are, uh, if you're going to Leon C Library today and you notice a book about a cat called You Can't Eat That by the main desk, <laughs> I left that there because I tried to uh, borrow it earlier on but couldn't remember my daughter's date of birth and had to leave. So, if you've had a real shambles of a day or done something recently where you've let yourself down, tell us about it. Lee has tweeted, Lee has, Lee has very much let himself down. Accidentally called my wife by my ex-wife's name Oof. during a niggly conversation. Oh. Can't have been taken too badly as I live to tell the tale. Literally can't make a fist. <laughs> Thinking about that, can't make a fist. Uh, Graham says, my two daughters both born in the middle of the Euro 1996 missed England versus Spain. 2000 missed England versus Germany. So easy to remember. Ironically, to two different mothers. There must have been something in the water back then. Graham, thanks for that insight into your life. Uh, we've got Jane on the line. Jane, how would you let yourself down? I made a phone call overseas and forgot to use WhatsApp and it cost me 96 quid. Oh, my words. Wow. That is unbelievable. I haven't made it like an old school one of them phone calls. I've got no reason to be calling anyone overseas. <laughs> I was on the phone for 40 minutes. Wow. <laughs> that's, that's, I, I feel that. My little brother lives in Miami, so I'm always using WhatsApp to do, like, let alone phone calls. WhatsApp, you do, like, a video call. It costs you absolutely nothing. But, the, you know, you, know. You, you, like, natter away. The thought of doing that and having that yeah. cost, James. I feel really bad, though, the price of it. Because I remember when I was a kid, I used to go over to my friend James Gaysford's house in Bradford-on-Avon. When his mum and dad used to go out, we used to crank call people in, like, Ethiopia <laughs> by going through the phone book. And now... <laughs> Looking at them prices, I, f I feel like I need to write an apology to, to his mum and dad. <laughs> I can't believe you did that. We used to phone up, yeah. yeah, literally go through the phone book, pick an exotic location, make up a load of numbers, see if someone picked up. Jane, maybe he's made you feel better there. <laughs> Thank you. Tricky says, I actually have my kids' names and birth dates tattooed on my arms. I told my missus it was because of how precious they are, when in reality it is so that I have them within easy reach when required. <laughs> Might have to get themself down the tattoo parlour. Clever idea. You'd have to put them on the forearms, wouldn't you? Otherwise, if they're right up there where you traditionally have a tattoo, oh, yeah. and you need it in an emergency, it's quite difficult to actually look. Or have them underneath my arm, like a, an older person yeah. telling you the time. <laughs> That's a great what idea. About that, eh? Becky says, I can totally relate. I had a day of similar nature. Before it even opened my eyes this morning, I realised that the 12 portions of fish pie that I'd made for the baby last night had been left on the kitchen side rather than being oh, put in the freezer. They're all ruined. On a night like that as well. Oh. Uh, Donato, how have you let yourself down? Yes, basically, yeah, the route was telling me to go to the 812 and was 10 minutes late for my shift to start. And uh, what I done, I said, why it doesn't uh, lead me to the um, M25, maybe it's quicker. So I did like this. I went to the M25, and apparently there is a demonstration on the M25. Now I'm stuck in here, and uh, <laughs> yes, and I'll be there half an hour. Actually, now 34 minutes late. Do you know what? <laughs> Even though Donato there is having a nightmare, just your accent and everything, you make it sound incredibly cool being stuck in traffic. That's true, doesn't it? Do you know what I mean? 
Hey, what can I do? <laughs> He's just a cool guy. <laughs> yeah, I have to take it like this. <laughs> Donato, how late I mean, are you going to be now then? About 34 minutes, I think. And what are you on your way to do? What's your job and what are you doing? I'm uh, working for a shredder. Uh, I do the night shift in a shredder company. I thought you meant from Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Isn't the baddie called Shredder? Uh, no, no, no. The comp- the, I didn't say the name of the company. Oh, OK. Oh, yeah, right, yeah, OK, cool. Yeah. So, what, you spend the night shredding? Yeah, well, uh, till uh, about two in the morning. Do you ever have a little sneaky look at the the, the pages that they're trying to shred? Well, look, uh, first, I don't have time. The second, wouldn't be professional. <laughs> <laughs> You're an honest man. You're a home-time listener. You'd never do that, Donato. <laughs> No, I never do that. Honest with you, Richie, I don't really care. <laughs> Good on you. Fair play. I love this guy. <laughs> Donata, Godspeed. Keep us posted. Give us three rings when you get into work, OK, yeah? All right, OK. I will, I will. I will send them out. If you're still on, if you're still on air. <laughs> I hope it doesn't get that bad. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully. This is Bush and Rich's Daily Takeaway. Well, there's the laughter that's going on in the studio. We always have a good time doing home time for you, but outside, yeah, it's, it's a bit quiet here. Uh, we'll tell you why. That is because the staff here that work in uh, Golden Square, where we yeah, come from here for home time for Absolute Radio, they've all gone out, the rest of them, for a bit of an afternoon social. They're playing rounders. What's, what's this music, then? Well, there's no televised or uh, broadcast rounders music. I think it's as close as we could get to it. Still hitting a ball, isn't it? That's a good point. Well, what do you play? <laughs> what music do you play if you're talking about rounders? Like some kind of clown thing. I've, ne- <laughs> I've never seen rounders televised, actually. I, I've never seen rounders beyond the age of, like, nine or ten years <laughs> old being played. So grown-ups doing rounders as we speak. It's a very, very good point. It's a, it's a game that kind of disappears from your life post-primary school, isn't it? Were we invited to this rounders game or not? We were invited. Right, OK, that's fine. Um, but obviously, it's one of those political invites where you sent an invite, but they know, they know you're not going to be there because who's doing the radio show? Do you know what I'd love to have done, right, is, like, um, know that they're playing rounders, then me and you go off and train, like, get trained by the Major League Baseball pitchers <laughs> to throw, like, a 98-mile-an-hour curveball, take out the head of... Uh, the head careful, of tech. Careful. Imagine that. <laughs> Hit by the ball, he gets straight to first base. <laughs> Spitting tobacco and everything. Oh man, I'd love that. Oh, dear, I'll do all dear. the I'll, I'll do the hand signals to you as the catcher, and you can do yes or no with whether you're going to go for the pitch or not. <laughs> oh man, let's get down there. Well, I mean, maybe there'll still be. I don't know how long a rounders game takes. So maybe come seven o'clock, they'll still be playing. Fantastic. Well, now we know what we're doing for us, evening. <laughs> if 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 in your workplace you've had a slight because rounders as adults, it's a bit different, isn't it? So if in your workplace you've had like a social event that's been organised that's slightly curious, it would be good to hear about. Some of this becomes tradition maybe and you know even though we're taking the mickey out of it a little bit everyone's had a, a it's just we're jealous years. really if we're honest yeah we're just a bit jealous and it's and it's morale building and all that kind of stuff as well isn't it hmm. so yeah that kind of thing a uh, bit bemused at the whole rounders there is a rounders um a rounders england um organization that is still a thing it's legit i'm genuinely had not heard of it since i was like nine or ten years old so there are three national rounders squads Wow, I don't I don't know what other countries they play. Is round, do other countries play rounders? But it's a high risk thing, though, isn't it? Right, because you're going to go and play kind of not a contact sport, but you're playing a sport against all different types. Every, everyone from the top to the bottom of our companies, there, yeah. right? So our producer Nick just told us in that song a second ago that he went to one a few years ago and he he had a frisbee and he nearly hit and knocked out the <laughs> MD's dog. <laughs> 
I wouldn't want to take that risk in my career. Do you know what I mean? It's not <laughs> worth it, is it? Do you remember Donato, the lovely Italian fellow we ch- spoke to earlier on? Chapter yeah, yeah. 25, it just texted. It says, guys, apparently the delay uh, is now an hour. I'm a tiny bit less calm now. Lol. ETA 6pm. Thanks a lot. You made my day. Love you, he says. So Tonight he, says, love you. He really was at risk of uh, still being going while the show finishes at 7 o'clock. High drama, he is going to give us three rings when he's in safe. So you've got the workplace uh, rounders match uh, ongoing here as we speak. If your place of work uh, does something a bit different, we want to hear about it. Uh, Rich, what do you do? Uh, well, basically, I'm a project manager for a print management company and we gather every year just as, uh, to get all kind of 40 people together as, as a company, as one, especially after COVID, etc., uh, and we went down to Cherwell in Oxford, and literally it was punting, which seemed a bit crazy. Um, now that yeah, we all know motors and oars have been invented, here's, here's, a, here's a scaffolding pole and a boat that's about an inch out of the water, uh, and we push ourselves along. It took us about uh, an hour to get the uh, to the pub, which, which was about 200 metres down the river. Wow. <laughs> and did anyone end up in the in the drink? Uh, yep, the new lad. Obviously, you've got to uh, got to get the new new lad, sixteen years old, uh, in the water. Uh, wow! Well, don't have to as well. Uh, Brilliant. So you, yeah. you kind of baptised the new guy in many ways, many many ways. But pretty much so. Yeah, I went for a punt in Cambridge, um, and it looks easy. It's actually really hard. Oh, really? Yeah, it's really hard because if you stood on the end and you've got the big pole, you've also got to balance and not like push yourself off yeah, it is so hard literally uh, about uh, you know three square inches of flat wood to stand on to then push it sticks in the mud you then have to pull it out it looked really hard work as the new lad found out sadly here's a question for you right if you've got kids when you tuck them in at night and read them a story or whatever do you ever stop and wonder if other kids are lucky enough to have a bed to sleep in each evening we were ashamed to say it's never even crossed our minds so when the team at cash for kids at the beginning of the week told us about this statistic that 500,000 kids in the united kingdom do not have a bed to sleep in we were horrified and we feel on this show determined to do something about it uh, we have had an email uh, which is this is exciting uh, let's get straight to it hi bush and richie it's Lawrence from Tesco Mobile. Oh. The man who sent us the Larachelle. Good man. Uh, I hope you're doing well, staying cool. I'm just emailing because we were listening to the Home Time show in the office yesterday when you read out that staggering statistic about 500,000 children not having their own bed. Everyone in our team at Tesco Mobile was listening in, so shocked by that fact. So we would like to get your fundraising up and running uh, by making a £2,000 donation to this worthy cause. Wow. Hopefully this can make a difference. It's going to make a massive difference. Best of luck uh, with this brilliant cause, Lawrence and the Tesco Mobile team. Thank you. For... That's going to make a massive difference. They're a good bunch, that Tesco Mobile lot, we, aren't we they? We worked out yesterday, £210 cost price, didn't we, for, for like a, a, a bed and a mattress, just for one person. I, can f- I feel like we can do this. I feel like things are gathering momentum. Mm, I think so. Fantastic news. Tesco Mobile uh, starting us off uh, in our uh, bid to raise money for uh, this astonishing number of kids that don't have their own beds in the UK. So a £2,000 uh, donation uh, to what we're trying to raise money for uh, and another person to speak to right now. This is exciting. Well, let's welcome to the show uh, the CEO of Benson's for Beds, uh, Nick Collard. Nick, how are you doing? You okay? Yeah, I'm very good, thank you very much. I'm very good. Uh, so this stat has floored us. 500,000 kids in the UK don't have a bed to sleep on. I mean, you're in the beds industry. Were you even aware that this was an issue? 
Well, certainly not to that degree. And I mean, I've, I've sort of listened to some of the things that you guys have talked about this over the last couple of days. And it, it, it's frankly, it's shocking, isn't it? I mean, what, half a 3.6 million kids in poverty, half a million people or half a million children without a bed. One of those things that you sort of take as a sort of basic human right. And, you know, I've got um, I've got three kids of my own. So, you know, I, I, it, it really hit home, actually. It really hit home. I found it really powerful. Uh, Nick, our, our workings suggested that cost price... 210 quid for like a, a a bed and mattress you're you're closer to the bed industry than we are as djs does that sound about right to you yeah it's not a million miles away i think and um you know i think we're we're reasonably well placed i mean i when we uh, when we found out this was a this was a, a, an issue as you guys highlighted it we were keen to get involved and so we contacted the guys at cash for kids and i think we're hopefully we're well placed to help and support you in trying to do as much of this as possible because not only are we a a retailer of beds, but in our uh, factory in Huntingdon in Cambridge, we produce the vast majority of our mattresses as well. So I'm hoping we can help you guys out. Fantastic. So am I right in thinking that you, you guys at Benson's for Beds are going to give us the, the beds at cost price to help us to be able to get these the, the most that we can with with the money that we raise? Yeah, that's correct. And I think we're going to do try and um, give all the time of our teams as well to make sure we can get them delivered wherever uh, the Cash for Kids guys feel is, is best place to do that. So um, we'd be delighted to help in any way that we can. Nick, this is wonderful news. Amazing. Thank you so much. Well, I know you're welcome. And I think, you know, going back to that point around, I think for a business that sort of you can imagine, uh, having a good night's sleep is pretty front of mind for us as an organisation. And being a father of three children, you know, I see this all the time. With you know, My daughter's just been through her A-levels and you can just see the difference a good night's sleep makes. And, you know, my other two, when they were younger and just that difference, if they don't get a good night's sleep, how much it makes a difference to their sort of behaviour, their attention span and just, you know, being the best versions of themselves. So, you know, I think we as a business and I'm certainly very passionate around um, making sure that we can get involved. So as I say, anything that we can do, we'd be, um, we'd be delighted to help. Amazing. Amazing to have you guys, Benson's for Beds, on board. I think we're in business, Richie. It looks like it. This is happening. Brilliant. Great stuff, guys. Well, listen, if there's anything more we can do, let us know. But um, I wish you all the very best with the appeal and all the very best to the Cash of Kids, guys. Hopefully we can raise as much money as possible. This is Bush and Rich's Daily Takeaway. Uh, right, look, mentioned about Absolute Radio Premium, which I had a little play with at home this morning. It is really, really good. Three reasons why you will love it. Number one, you won't hear any ad breaks anymore. I checked this out for myself. Good 45, 50 minutes as this thing. Didn't hear a single ad break. Oh, that's refreshing, isn't it? Yeah, so there's reason number one. That's good. Number two, you get five new radio stations, including Absolute Radio Acoustic and some outfit called Andy Bush's <laughs> Indie Disco 24-7. Some Tim Pot uh, outfit like that. <laughs> I listened to that. I heard you. Also, no ad breaks. That's OK. All right. So it's I you can give me a compliment there, but you just go back to the ad breaks. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, it's, no, fun. No, it's, no, it's fun. It's fun. It's fun. I, no, the compliment is you, you didn't sound tired at all. It's just amazing how you do it. I don't know how I'm doing it. I don't know how I'm doing it, but I, I haven't slept in weeks. Here's the thing that blew me away, other than his lack of fatigue. <laughs> Reason number three, you can skip any of the songs that you're not keen on. So all the details, right? You get a free 30-day trial, Absolute Radio Premium, at absoluteradio.co.uk. Find out all about it. Wouldn't it be great in life if you could actually just have a skip button and skip things? Oh, that's like someone out of like the t- a Twilight Zone episode or something. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Like a little magical skip button. Yeah. I think Absolute Radio Premium is a vision of the future. If I could, if I could every day when we finish work at seven, if I could skip the tube, I'm happy to get the train home, but the tube is just such an awful sort of gut punch after a day's work. I, if I could skip that, that'd be great. The rest of the lads and lasses on the old uh, transport forum would be... Uh, 
a chatter this evening saying you're, you've been on here slagging off tube journeys. Do you it's know what I mean? It, I'm sure it'll cause a ripple. I'm still travelling home on the train. I just want to jump to the station. The tube bit, the, the, the crowds, the heat, no way. I'd skip that. Right, we've got a family dentist trip tomorrow. Oh, skip that. Skip that with that squeak of his rubber hands in me gob. All of okay, oh. All, oh, that's, that's terrible. Just the thought of a family trip. I mean, who likes going to the dentist? Do you know what I mean? No. I, I, the bit I can't stand the most is that kind of like that thing where they're like looking, you know, like someone looks under a car. Yeah. Goes a bit like, oh, oh, yeah, that's going to say. And then I don't even like the water. Remember, the, I used to, I, I feel like the pink water used to taste better in dentists. It's not as good. <laughs> game's used to be like, gone. Used to be like root beer. <laughs> now the game's gone. Right, tell us, what would you skip? If you could skip something like you can do when you're listening on Absolute Radio Premium, what would you skip in your everyday life if there was a button? Steve says, I'd skip going to the toilet. Numbers one and two, what a waste of time. He'd skip all toilets. I think it's pretty necessary, Steve. And also, given the amount of kids I've got in our house at the moment, it's the only time we get a bit of peace. Exactly, only peace and quiet. It's fairly integral. Unbelievable thing to be skipping. Uh, Paul, equally unbelievable, he says he would skip the prep and shopping for Christmas and go straight to Christmas Eve. <laughs> uh, Richard, what are you skipping? Vegetables. <laughs> Awful. Food of the devil. Come on now. Never eat them. They're, all, they're green and poisonous. Are you talking about all vegetables? You don't like any vegetables at all, Richard? Well, some. Maybe it's not green. Carrot, I like carrots. Okay. Um, Potatoes are a veg, aren't they? Well, kind of, but not not in chip form, are they? Okay, because obviously you're a grown-up, so you can kind of do what you want, or you're not allowed to do what you want in in your house. Bush, you're married. Rich, you're married. You know you can't do that. Okay, it's kind of a cry for help as well as the veg thing, isn't it? (laughs) I'm not sure it's responsible to use one of your skips on vegetables. I don't have the greatest of diet, but I do try and skip some of them in there. (laughs) You know, you've got to eat your vegetables, mate. Live longer, eat your vegetables, but they're awful. Okay, thank you for that nutrition expert there, Richard. (laughs) We've been exploring uh, the tech of being able to skip things. Um, And I have to say, some of the things that people have chosen to skip in in real everyday everyday life has been unfortunate. This text here, Bush, the download of my wife's working days is this... Foolish gentleman. Unfair. Uh, sometimes feels like a minute-by-minute rundown of what's been going on. I present to listen and seem interested, but I'm exhausted. <laughs> wow, what a bleak text. <laughs> he gives no name and he's probably quite wise. But it's not just the fellas saying it, uh, but Becky from Derby is texting to say, if I could stop one thing in daily life, if I could skip it, it would be the husband's home time. <laughs> Deary me, I feel like we're just peering into a really dark underbelly of British society. Wouldn't it be amazing if those two texts were actually the husband and wife silently listening over dinner as they text independently? Cancel each other out with a skip button. (laughs) Very pensive end to the show because we've not heard any more from Donato, the uh, Italian listener who was trapped on the M25, (laughs) and he said he'd give us three rings if he got back all right. We can only assume from that that the poor fella is still looping his way around London listening to this show. God bless him, he's full of life and everything as well. There's no way for him to be sat there in the middle of that traffic. Donato, if you listen, hang in there, fella. And you've still got all that shredding to do as well. Oh, imagine that. Getting in late and then all you've got to do is shred all night. Uh, we were talking about skipping earlier. If it really was a thing in our everyday life, so I'd be pressing that skip button now, skip the tube. But in reality, got to go and head for the underground. Got to deal with it. The Daily Takeaway. Bush and Richie's Daily Takeaway. So there you go. There's the show. 
Uh, there's the podcast. Um, just returning to Better Call Saul. We are both fans of it. Uh, obviously, it is a big nightmare every time it's released each week, getting it ruined off the cesspit. Social media, as Richie was talking about earlier on. Uh, so, how many more episodes are there left to go? How many more times do you have to go through this head in the sand thing to try and avoid getting spoilers? I think it's either four or three. I'm looking at our producer here. Is it? <laughs> it is four. He, four he more episodes. Yeah. So we need. We almost need like a, a, a port. If, if anyone's listening to this and you've got like a porter cabin on a bit of like wasteland or whatever, an estate, maybe me and you can just sit in there yeah. in quarantine. That'd be great. Watch the program, come back out again, come back the same time each week, and avoid getting spoilers. The only other option is uh, do a show every Tuesday with absolutely no interaction on the cesspit of social media in any way, shape, or form. Ah, we're back to the cesspit again, aren't we? <laughs>